I've got something to tell you. Are you listening? Can you hear me? I have you. Can you hear me loud and clear? I got you. Can you hear me? Not only that, I have extra things over my ears to where I can hear everything. (laughs) Everything through. You actually, all right, so I'm going to tell you something. Even if I'm I'm not looking at you, which normally when you're talking to me, that's the beauty about this whole madness that the wizard's got on my head over here is that I can hear you no matter what. No matter what. Even, Even if, if you, want, if I'm doing everything I've trained myself to do, not, not to, to hear, hear you, you're gonna hear me. So, are you ready? Yes, I am. I am fired up about today's show, man, and I'll tell you why. All right, because you know I'm gonna tell you why I'm fired up. Because the guy that's coming on this once again, not only is 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 he an amazing dude, and and the the impact he's having on the world around him. But he's a regular cat, man. Yep. And and from everything you've told me, I mean, he is a regular guy doing extraordinary things. And I love how you always reference that on the Team Never Quit podcast, man. And and so that gets me excited when we can have regular people doing extraordinary things because they never quit, right? True, truly. I mean, what what we're trying to do here to build on that, that's why I feel so lucky and blessed too, man, because we're trying to build something. And how we needed to do that was to call some of my buddies. And I love it. You know what I mean? I, it, it really, truth, when it always sinks in. I know the impact this guy has on the world. <laughs> truth, I'll, I'll, go, you know, I'll hang out with him, man, and I see it, and I, it's unbelievable. But in, in the back of my head, man, we're just two country boys, because I've known him, and we're just two yeah. country boys. What he does outside of that is, is epic, right? Right. And it's hard to quantify it. I mean, right. you're probably the most recognizable face on the planet. For sure. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But he'll, it's great when we're hanging out, he'll still call, you know, make some mistakes in front of each other. We call each, out, each other out on stuff, and they never lost that. And, I, and that's what I love about it. Man, and that's the, what makes uh, it's going to make. Is, yeah, man, yeah man. the humbleness. And that's going to be, I think, when you when we get into it, we listen to him. I think we're going to hear a lot of that today. Yeah. And I'm really excited about that. That's what fires me up. Now, listen, if you're the first time you're listening to this show, if this is the first time that you're at the Team Never Quit podcast, man, please allow me to introduce myself. My name is David Rutherford. I'm a Navy SEAL, motivational speaker, coach, author for kids and adults. But, I, you know, and I'm here with Mr. Never Quit himself, Marcus Luttrell. And our mission... I have no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Uh, I tell you what, I love... Right, what's that, I love what's that, what's that, that life of that movie? It's like, I have no responsibilities here whatsoever. Oh, a few good men. <laughs> a few good men. Yeah, right. <laughs> I have no responsibilities here. What do you... Well, hey, you, you, know, you Marcus, take I have down. no responsibilities here whatsoever. <laughs> right? 
That's the line, wasn't it? You want me on that wall. Right. That was Paul. Paul uh, yeah. Kevin, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, love that guy. He's awesome. Love that guy. <laughs> He's awesome. All right. So our, our mission, our mission is to help you discover the never quit attitude. It's to help you discover the things that Marcus and I and all the people we bring on this show, we live up to every single day. We're teaching you the valuable lesson about how important it is to open yourself up to friends in our lives, right? Because they're the ones that open it. I mean, I that's what I, I truly believe that. Brothers. Right, we've always been yeah. doing it. And that's, the beauty about it, man, is everybody out there has one person that, granted, there are your special, you guys that are special out there that have no friends and, <laughs> and love it like that. You're unique, man. I got nothing to say to you. Yeah. I, I can't help you out. I don't know. <laughs> right? Well, I want them to have friends. Right, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. Even <laughs> if you have one person, the mailman, whatever it is, yeah. you know, <laughs> That lets you know Bob, that, right, the mailman. Right. And it's your friends in your life that, that uh, unlock all those potentials, potentials. Yeah, that you have and cover down on your weaknesses. I love that. And, they, and, and the person we're bringing on not only has that, but they have their family with them as well, too. Now, what we do every show is before we get into that, we always talk about someone great in history or a moment or an event that's great in history, a great never quit story, a story of uh, that can inspire our listeners to be better themselves if they just dig into it a little more. Once we've done that, we're going to bring on our special guest here in a little bit. I'll introduce him officially, and then we go through these amazing never quit stories that they give us. And that's the meat and potatoes. And after that, we'll wrap it up. And then guess what? Later on, if you want, you can go to the teamneverquit.com forward slash podcast webpage, and you can find what we call the after actions report. Now that after actions report is where the, our interviewee, our guest comes on and they're going to get into the nitty gritty of how they approach their daily life, how they never quit every day, each and every day and whatever they're engaged in. And, and you can find that again at either teamneverquit.com forward slash podcast or tnqpodcast.com. All right. Saying all that to say this, let's start, man. All right. So we got a special cat. Yep. And I know you reached out to our guest to understand who who this special cat was going to be. And 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 after looking at it, man, it, it, it lit me up inside to want to talk about a, a few of these, a few of these guys, right? Because right. In, in my world, they're a huge, huge influence. In fact, I just I just finished reading Galatians just the other night. All right. And so the the first dude we're gonna talk about here is or the two people we're gonna talk about are Paul the Apostle and Peter the Apostle. Right. Now what's cool about Paul is that here's a cat that was going down the wrong path, right? right. I mean, he was he was hazing the snot out of these new you know, followers of, of Jesus Christ. I mean, he was persecuting them, throwing them in jail. He wanted to get rid of them because they were a threat, right? They were a threat to the, the greater existence or to the current power structure. And so this guy went after him. But thankfully, what happened, man? He got influenced by Jesus himself. And he had the opportunity to change. And for me, that's the big part of this, Marcus, is that we all have the opportunity to change if we just allow a little bit of goodness in our hearts, right? Sure. That's basically this, what we say on the show every day. And we go through this whole long spiel about never quitting and, and how we do this and how we get around it and how everybody's uh, ordinary, getting in extraordinary situations, and that's what it all boils down to right there. However, when I reached out to him, I was like, hey, you know, and he sent us, he sent us Peter. Right. And then the wizard was like, I think Paul. Yeah. And I, and then we started having that conversation. It was like, well, all right, we'll do both of them. Well, I know him. So I know why he said Peter. Right. All right. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
well, know, the, fisherman, the fisherman, the duck hunter, the make mistakes, the follow your dreams. But ultimately, the fact that people believed in him enough, such as his family did, to walk. Duck Dynasty just didn't. They weren't born into that. No, right? That no. whole thing started back with his father taught all the way down the line. And Willie had the ambition to take it out of. Look, you, you take it out, something like that out of the world of what we are country folk living in. Yeah. And then he wanted to, he said, you know what? Our family's special enough. You got a higher if, calling. Will you follow me? And that's, they did. That's what Peter said, right? He said, well, Jesus, he, well, he did, jumped in that boat and next, he said, I will make yeah, you right. fisher of men. Didn't right. he? Under God, right? Yeah. That's what Willie did. And under that's God. what he's doing. So his family, he's like, Hey, follow me. I got this, man. I just believe in me. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I do. I totally do. That's, I, you know, when he said that and we were putting it together, I'm like, because I, I was with the wizard. I'm like, yep, no, he's, he's probably, yeah, typo. <laughs> but I was like, wait a minute, man. There's well, something the to that. He, know, he was the spit thing, that, spin that out of there the like that. The thing I love about Peter, like you said, he was an ordinary man. He's a fisherman, right? And he went on to do ordinary. He started the church, right? He was the official first pope. And, but what I love too is that he had big failures, man. He he had adversity. I mean, he denied Christ three times that one night, right? He there was times where he doubted Christ when when Christ was walking on water and he jumped out and started walking, but then he he freaked out and had that fear of man come into his heart and he fell in and Jesus snatched him out there. But he kept coming back. He didn't quit, right? Um, he didn't quit. And what ultimately did Peter do, man? He walked, walked to away. his death, right? He walked to his death, spreading that good news. And then they, I never, I never seen this, or, or maybe I have a hundred times. Luke five nine one, where he's like, he's like, hey. I, and the thing that, that fires me up about this the most when I think about my friends in this situation is he goes, hey, at a moment's notice, no hesitation. If he asked, they'd walk away and follow him. Everything. Yeah, you Give call it all up. You call, we haul. That's what our our boys say. Man. <laughs> I, I have friends like that. Yeah. I know that power. I have a, one of my buddies. I've literally called him three different times. Twice when I was in Pensacola, Florida. Right. He quit his job to come get me when I was in teams. You yeah. know, you know, he traveled all the time, get on the plane, whatnot. And every time, I, no questions asked. Didn't stop. Did nothing. nothing. And he, now, he, he and I are still. He's. We run together. That's we asked awesome. since we were boys. And you got. I understand. Even though I, I didn't live back then, right? Yeah. But that common camaraderie between us is the same. Men search out for that, right? We're pack animals. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Exactly. I still roll with the same boys that I have, man. They're they're we're together as a family, you know. Spread no undeniable, word. right? Yeah. About who we and we all hang around each other, and you know why? I've gotten it a million times, man. Every weakness I have, they have the strength. So yep. that's what binds us together. That's what keeps that whole concept going. That's exactly what when you when he read that and like, man, he called anytime he said, "Let's go." He rolled, and that's what the cool thing is. And and to to shift over to it Paul, still exists is my point, man. Yeah. And back then is when it all started. We're putting all this together, and all uh, guys like us still roll like that. Well, it's in a and, and and what I like about, and especially I, I know when he gets on here, he's going to talk about you know this higher purpose, this higher calling, and, right. and realizing the impact that he has. You know, and that's significant. And, you know, I think Paul, the apostle, felt the same thing, right? I mean, this persecute, he was blinded, he was given his sight by, by Christ, and then he's like, hey, time to go spread the news. Now, this cat, you want to talk about never quit, dude. He, this guy was be, almost beaten to death multiple times, in prison multiple times. He was in three shipwrecks, but he kept going. And the crazy thing, he went into the lion's den. He went into the heart of of the greatest opposition to Rome itself to preach that good news, man. 
Even when everybody was trying to tear him down, Mother Nature trying to yeah. tear him down. The, Good news. The, it was I, just news, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah go was, ahead here. And, you know how I was going down. I mean, you read some of those letters he wrote, man, and they're people, but basically that he'd show up, he'd drop that word on them. They, he'd walk away and they'd be like, all right, we can twist this the way we want to make it work for us. We can do this. Well, you know what? We can still, we can pick and choose which way to live. But our guests coming on, they don't pick and choose what's right or, you know, what fits them. And certainly this man. Oh, man, the baseline. The baseline. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about the guy coming on. And, and you know, let's just jump into it. Let's just introduce him because, I, you know, I, I'm really getting excited about it because he is friends with you. And I'm getting excited about the fact about the impact that these people have, that this family has around the world. And it's very difficult. And I think a lot of people, why they've been so successful is because they're ordinary human beings, right? right? That have done extraordinary things. They've risen to spread the good news. I'm right. They believe, you know, God loves each of us. This is, there's only one of us, right? And that, is that right? Yeah, you're, you're on. You're I tracking. Mean, so you go far. I mean, we're all connected. We're all. And you say it all the time on this show, right? About the never quit attitude that we're all connected. We all, the human condition connects us all, but we are unique in our approach on how we experience that never quit. And wanting to be unique. You can't leave that out, right? No. That's cute. I mean, I, no. I, we understand There's that. nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. We want you to be as unique as you absolutely want to, Amen. man. We're just giving, we're giving you every opportunity to capitalize on everything that's unique about you. Yep. And a lot of times, you know, the, they, things get separated by being unique. Oh, I think so all the time. People almost feel like uh, they shouldn't. They got to become with the flock, right? They they've got to uh, right. fall you into. Got, I mean, line. there's the pack animals who run inside the pack, then the the perimeter and all. I mean, it's, if you look at every other thing on this planet that survives, it, I mean, we're humans follow a lot of the same thing because it's it's bred into an instinct, it's DNA, it's it's how you survive on this planet, right? right. We all have to do that no matter what you Address are. Address your fears, right? right. You gotta right. you gotta process uh you gotta be disciplined, you gotta set goals, right. you and gotta there's, there's something I mean they the beautiful thing about the Bible, and I like to say, man, it's the greatest story ever told because you can find whatever you want in there. There's a story about it. Love, hate, demons, war, all that stuff like that. So it, it's a it's a great baseline. I mean, even if you don't believe in God or Jesus, believe that he was a mortal man and did great things because they wrote a book about him. Yep. Why not want to be like him? Amen. I try, that's all I got. <laughs> we talked about this, man. I kind of can't, I can't walk on water, man. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I, but I, damn it, I can take pain and try to be a decent human being. I love it. Right? I love it. For that's me, what, it's, that's what this guy does, for, man. For me, it's these, a, a, it's these apostles, right? They're, they're, they're just like you and me. They aren't the son of God, but they went the distance carrying that good news. They went to the distance. They walked to their desk to do good. I think your, 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 your friend coming on, he's doing that. Right. And just, to, I don't know why this popped in my head, but we have every, I mean, most things that have a structure follow underneath the, the Bible structure anyways, man. They are, the, Jesus was our leader and they followed him right in the SEAL teams. We got a skipper. Yep. They're platooned up. Yeah. You know, we're going. What'd he say? Let's do it. I believe in him. Because <laughs> he believes in me. <laughs> right. there's some little niche from pulled from all of that right it's because you how, i love it it's set up that way because it works it works that's what we need we need guidance we need people to look up to we need to have people that influence hell, us even for reference you know what i'm talking about no absolutely for, for a matter of perspective because it is the human condition in there that's the beauty uh, about it and it's made to be interpreted but if you look at it that way and like all right man i'm, I'm kind of dealing with this 
I see what these old dudes back 2,000 years ago, how they dealt with it. Because it's still around, right? And it's a, still relevant. Problem's still around, and this has been there since then to tell you how to kind of get through it. I love it. Right? I love it. I, I mean, I had to break it down real simple. <laughs> and you did. Just to get up. <laughs> and you did. Just to explain it. You know, I mean, I team guy the hell out of You just team guy right? the hell out of that. <laughs> All right, well, let's bring the duck commander on himself. Let's bring Willie on. All right, Marcus, you know it. Uh, we're back again, man. And I'll tell you what, it's been it's been a week since our last one. And, and I'm now, like, I, I tell you, when you suggested that this man comes on the air, I got to tell you something. I got, I got goosebumps inside. And not because, you know, I, I love what he does and what his family does, does for the country, but because of the type of man he is and the friendship that you guys have, man, because... That's what we're about, right? That's what this whole thing, when we get on the air and we inspire people to be better by telling great stories, having great guests on, man, when we bring someone on that we know and trust and love with our hearts, man, it's so much more impactful, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And the, the guests that we've had on, they, they have their stories and they have the people who drive them. Well, our, our guest today is one of the people that are in my the, the circle of my friends that drive me, that I lean on, that I talk to, that I have, uh, you know, that the family spends time with, we vacation together. So, I mean, I love this guy like a brother. So, yeah, I'm excited to get him on here and, and hear some perspective on what, you know, how far he's taken everything he's trying to do. Man, that's awesome. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I'd like to introduce the Duck Commander himself, Mr. Willie Robertson. Willie, welcome What's to the What's going on? <laughs> What's going on, guys? <laughs> well, I tell you what, other than getting uh, literally drowned in Houston right now <laughs> from the weather, right. we're, we're about as fired up as two former team guys can be. Well, that's awesome. We got a lot of rain up here, too. We had our flooding issue, so I feel for you guys. Uh, heck, we're still cleaning up here. Uh, it's been a super wet year, but uh, I'm sitting here in West Monroe, Louisiana right now. I'm dry, and uh, I'm in between uh, scenes for a little show called Doug Dynasty. <laughs> well, I, I, brother, I got some news for you. It's coming again. I, we're, we're sitting in it. I'll be sure to send it right on down your way, brother. <laughs> I mean, and there's a lot of rain coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so the way we launched the Team Never Quit podcast and the whole concept behind our show, as you know, is to influence people that they've got a never quit moment in themselves and, and to be able to exercise that, to be able to get up off the couch, to get in life, to get inspired, to find the right team and to be able to face adversity and overcome obstacles. But in order to get into that moment, we like to exercise before anything. Now, we're not going to make you drop down and do 100 push-ups like, you know, like other nut jobs do out there. What we want to do is exercise your brain. And then, so what we do is we start with a mad minute. And the mad minute is designed to just wake up our, you know, the, our neurological firing mechanisms up there in the gray matter and get things going uh, and have some fun because this is a fun show, isn't it, Marcus? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Serious. Yeah, man, trust me, brother. When, you, when we get done with the mad minute, about two questions into it, you're going to realize what, what we're trying to do here, man. And it, it's, it's, it's hilarious. All right. All right. So let's, are you ready to get started, Willie? Let's go. All right, Wizard, start that clock. Here we go. All right, first question is, what city were you born in? Bernice, Louisiana. There's a sign outside of it saying I was born there. So. <laughs> That's how you know you made it, right? <laughs> That's how you That's know you made it. I'm kind of a big deal. Hell no, that's Louisiana. awesome, man. And I love that is how you know. 
God dang, your town recognizes <laughs> the home of yeah. Willie Robertson. <laughs> why would you ever leave, right? Why, why would you ever leave? Yeah, there you go, right there, man. All right, hey, if you could, if you were going into space, what one thing would you bring? Uh, some sort of oxygen, I presume. God, damn it, that's not what I'm talking. Uh, all right, smart, right? I've never been philosophical. You need oxygen. <laughs> that caught yeah, me by I'm surprise that question next time right yeah, say we, you already have oxygen <laughs> what extra <laughs> what extra item besides <laughs> oxygen thank you for that will extra. we need uh, uh, i guess uh, uh, you, i'll probably bring my bottle yeah there you go you all right all right uh, uh, bring some levity to that conversation. <laughs> all right all right so the next question is if you could live in any decade in human history what decade would you live in? Any decade. Oh, man, I'd have to. Oh, that's hard. Um, I would say. I don't, for some reason, I mean, I think I lived in it. I think it was in the 80s. I think it was great. Yeah, right? I love it. I, I love the 80s, 80s right? That, I'm listen. a 90s guy. I'm a Gen X man. <laughs> I'm right so, there with you, yeah. Willie. I'll, I'll, I'm born 90s. in 72. 80s was a transformational time for me. Man, I was. I was born. I was born in 72 as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> my, I hit high school in 1990. So high school through college were the 90s for me. I mean, talking about rocking, buddy. That was know. big time. Yeah. That was big That's, time. I had a I blast. Learned. A blast. So, so Willie, he had Nirvana. You and I had, well, you can dance if you want to. <laughs> you right. can leave you your like, friends wham, behind. Wham, right? That's tight. Right. That's, That's tight, right? Uh, yeah, we had, well, we had all of it. We had super great, super great uh, <laughs> bands in the 80s. My friends tell me that I've got the most exhaustive collection of 80s music ever. I just I love all of it. <laughs> well, dude, I didn't know. Okay, that is an absolute difference between I am a complete 90s guy, man. Like, it's not even, okay, youngster. Right. <laughs> these kids. These, these kids, kids these days. days. It's, it's, it's actually my terrible. fault. My generation's fault. They're the so 90s fault, up. right? <laughs> all right. All right. Next question. If you could play a character in any movie to play out in real life, who would it be? I could play a character, and I have to. Oh, but it's in real. But it's real. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's real. Oh shoot. Um. Well, shoot, man. Play out any what movie. A question. All I my know, favorite right? movies. I mean, bad stuff happens. So uh, that's all right. Hey, that's the point I of the question. I guess I would say I was. I mean, I, I'm a Josie Wells guy, so I think that's yes! kind of cool. Boom, right there. Yes! Yeah, I was Lonesome Dove. What's up? You move that pistol so I can count the hairs on that <laughs> head there. So slowly, so I can cut the hair. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. That's I know. I, I knew I'd love you, Willie. That's awesome. All right, so here's the next one. All right, who would you rather get into a fight with, Han Solo or Indiana Jones? Uh, I would say the latest Star Wars Han Solo because he's <laughs> quite a bit older. I think I can take him. Wait, wait, wait. Is the question, who would you want to be in a fight with? Without the Wookiee. I don't want want Chewbacca running around either. That's cheating. Uh, That (laughs) That is cheating. Because you know he's like... Damn Wookiee, who the hell can fight? He's going to like sucker punch you, dude. Team guy style right there. That Wookiee's like nine foot tall. Right. It's like fighting the dude who has a buddy's name named Little Mike or something. You know, like, I don't think Hans is as good a fighter. Right? <laughs> you don't need to be. He's got that blaster on his hip and a Wookiee behind him with a crossbow that fires laser beams. 
Tommy, come on! <laughs> oh I mean, God. we gotta get. The, I'll go down this hole. I love talking about stuff like this. <laughs> Willie and I go. We can go at this one all day, man. Oh my all God. right, all right, all right. Here's my question: If you could sing any song as good as the artist who sings it at halftime show Super Bowl, what song would it be? What song would I sing at a halftime show? Um, I would sing uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. There you go. Oh, nice. Nice. Good pull. That's awesome, man. Just bring the joint down. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Is that an 80s movie? An 80s song in a 90s movie, right? It is an 80s song in a 90s movie. Right? Or was the Bohemian Rhapsody, was that in the 70s? Late 70s. Queen saying that? Well, usually that's how it works, Uh, right? Your music follows you. Maybe late 70s on that one. Hey, Willie, we'll just suck it into the 80s and say it's so. Because I love 70s music. I love listening to 70s music. What? What? Wait a minute! Know, That's a contradiction. There. I know, man. I love the, everything about the nineties in the music, but I, I really like seventies music too. Is it like like Rick James and stuff? Is that who you like? Is whatever, it a super whatever, freak? whatever Alexa plays downstairs. I ask her. You know, she's on the. I get Alexa. <laughs> well, do you have one of those Alexas that you plug in? and She controls everything. You want to talk? Yeah, right. <laughs> this is dangerous, man. There's something plugged into my wall that controls everything. <laughs> All right, all right. So the last question for you, Willie, in the mad 25 minutes is, is what's your greatest achievement in your life? Greatest achievement in my life uh, would be the uh, adoption of my children that are adopted. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. I mean, every, every solid human being with parent, if it's a parent has said my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I love- and my kids are great, but, you know, no, no, I, just, I, I, just did what, I just did what came natural and those came for us, but uh, the adoptive ones, we had to, right? so hey, to, to get that situation. He's so square. He, hey, look, man, he's such good people that my wife goes with it and they travel overseas to do the... Um, right. Um, missionary work. Right. Right. You can tell I don't Dominican go, right? Because yeah. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Am I an ass? I'm You're an close. Ass. I mean, that one's right. pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I make no. Where's Melanie? Where's the boss? Yeah, she goes, and, and now she uh, she was talking about adopting children the other day, and I said, "All right, I mean, babe, we got you know. All right, what do you want? What do you want to do, man? <laughs> I just say yes. You know, I, I answer to the yes, boss. boss. That's it, man. Yes, boss. <laughs> that's good. That's good work to live by, Mark. Is it? Oh, yeah. Is yeah. it? All right, all right. Well, thank you. That was awesome. I hope you're you're having fun so far. I know I am. I just about busted my spleen on one of those in there. So let's jump right in. The people are listening to our show because they want to hear something powerful. And so, Willie, if you could, man, let's just dive right in. And if you could, share, would you share with us either your greatest never quit story or stories that you have in your life? Um, well, my, my, I guess my greatest never quit is, is two stories. One involves me, one doesn't. Um, one is the story of my father who... Um, who was really down and out, and uh, actually three. It's a one for my mom as well. Um, so my dad's down and out. He's, uh, you know, he was a high, he was a um, high school quarterback star. He goes on gets a tech, at, um, goes gets a scholarship at Louisiana Tech, and another guy comes up behind him by the name of Terry Bradshaw. So, uh, but dad was a starter, so that lets you know kind of how good he was at, at football, and he ends up. Um, he ends up quitting the team his senior year because football season and duck season are the same time. And <laughs> dad had had all he could take of a football season. And he said, I'm going to go chase these ducks. 
hands the ball off to Bradshaw, and we saw what happened with him. So, uh, and they both ended up super successful. Uh, Dad just took it a lot longer to end up successful as, as Bradshaw, I believe. But uh, he ends up uh, teaching school, and he's in Junction City, Arkansas. And then his life just starts getting totally out of control. He's uh, drinking all the time. He's fighting. Uh, he gets fired from his job. He ends up, he had a great idea he was going to lease a bar. That's how he was going to make his money. And um, he said that back in those days, you know, you, it was it was separated. So you had the blacks in the white, uh, blacks in the back and the whites in the front. And Phil says he sat in the middle with his forty-five Magnum and a big Budweiser, and he kept the peace and uh, sold alcohol to people. And then he... Then he gets in a fight with the owners of the bar and puts them both in ICU. Um, <laughs> ah. Sadly, it was, a man, it was a man and his wife. Uh, put them both in ICU. So then here come the state troopers looking for Phil. Phil, uh, Phil does what all of us would do. He goes and runs because he's going to live in the woods for the rest of his life. So uh, he, he's, You know when the helicopters are going over the woods and they're looking for some suspect out there? That was my dad. <laughs> He was out there for four or five months uh, running from the law. Yeah, and uh, and the guy that found him, I actually talked to the guy just randomly that found him, and uh, he was in a cypress log, sleeping in a cypress log, and he had super high fever. He had um, Lyme disease, and uh, so they got him fixed up. Well, in the meantime, my mom has no idea what she's going to do. She's been kicked out of our trailer. She has three little boys. I was the youngest at the time. I was two, and... Um, so she takes off and moves to West Monroe uh, with some family and really never knows if she's going to see Dad again or not. And oh uh, he's gone. I mean, she figured he's going to end up, you know, at best arrested, at worst dead. And um, so she takes off and has no idea what she's going to do. Uh, Phil ends up uh, talking to a preacher down here, and he shows up where Mom's working. And when they saw him outside, they looked out the door, and everybody kind of panicked. You know, it was like a what would now be workplace time. I mean, they thought, oh, no, he's here to do something terrible. And she goes down there, and he falls to his knees and says, I'm going to give my life to the Lord, and I want my family back. And so mom takes him back. So, wow. Um, and then Phil decides he's going to uh, live on the river, and he's going to make duck calls. And he moved on the river specifically to get away from all his friends, all the people he was around. He basically just said, I'm done with this life. And uh, we moved out on a dead end road right where he is today and uh and he started making a stuff call and what's funny was everybody kind of laughed and thought he was just kind of antisocial at that point they said man this guy's got a master's degree from you know uh from louisiana tech and he's kind of just down here now fishing commercial fishing and then trying to sell this duck call but i'll say this about phil and my this half of it is the never quit for him was he stuck with what he wanted to do he didn't quit even though um you know, he'd done a bunch of bad things and ended up moving off. And he was uh, he was pardoned for his transgressions. He got some award in Arkansas a few years ago, and they actually <laughs> pardoned the State Trooper Association of Arkansas, <laughs> and they get filled his award. <laughs> and the they said, irony. Oh, the way, we cleared we cleared everything in your record. So, oh, uh, and the so irony. Still end up, you know, he never did quit on his dream, and had he not done all the heavy lifting. I would have never been able to take it over, and really, there had never been a TV show. Our family wouldn't have been together, and that's for my mom. For her, never quit was that she didn't give up on him, and because uh, she could have, and she perhaps should have. Right, I was. And she yeah. didn't, and she stuck with him and saw something in there. They kept his family together. I had another son, my little brother, and then uh, we grew up down there. And you know, 
had a great childhood. Great. I don't really remember any of that. Um, but I'm glad neither one of them ever quit and gave up on it. And so it made it so much easier for us. And, uh, you know, for me, I mean, I don't have as great, you know, I mean, as tragic a story or as great a story as that. Uh, they kind of did that. And then, but for me, it was just seeing something beyond what we could see. And I, I never quit thinking that this could be way bigger. Now, I had no idea that it would end up a television show. How can uh, that you? That would be my wife's. That would be my wife's thing. She thought we could be on TV. And I said, well, Corey, I don't think we do anything that bizarre. <laughs> she said, oh, no. She said, oh, no, y'all aren't right. Y'all definitely not Trust right. me, honey, uh, we're bizarre. <laughs> when, you know, when you're in it, you don't really see things as interesting as other people do. And, it's uh, just normal. Like, Look at that. Y'all have hey, to you know, hey, this business. And, uh, and so it ended up being the, the TV show came out of that. We've been talking about the seventies and eighties and nineties and stuff like that, man. Like I, I loved Adam's family. You don't even. Oh, I, totally. We can get into whole the whole con idea how I tracked Melly down as a Elvira and then Morticia. Adam. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I got slow down. Yeah. That's a rabbit. Let's pull you yeah. out of that rabbit okay, hole, bud. But I mean, people loved those families, and they were odd, right? And they had the crazy uncles and everything, the snakes That's and the alligators, awesome. right? I mean, they're the real deal. And people, authentic, right? Exactly. And I mean. Traveling around, I don't know Willie hears this too. When we're together, man, I mean, you have executives, hedge fund, just like, I watch the show, man. You know, <laughs> high end, edu educated. And then you got people down on our end, like, hey, Willie, man, I love your show. It's, you know, it's all, it's on VHS, man. I'll watch it. You know, they just, all, you can't go anywhere where these guys aren't impacting lives. And it's fantastic. It's awesome. So, so Willie, when, when, when I listen to that story about your dad and your mom, obviously, as you said it, one of the questions that pops up into my mind, how soon as you and your, your brothers were, were growing up, how soon did they start sharing that story for it to be an influence in your life and how you raise your family and how you look, you know, interact with your brothers? Did it happen or did you have to wait till you're older? No, as long as I can remember, we knew the stories. Now, most of the story, uh, what's odd about that is he rarely talks about you know, all that. So he just says kind of, I was a sinful man, you know, and most everything that I've heard was really from other people. It was people that knew him, uh, mom, or, you know, people would tell stories about dad. Cause he was a, kind of a legendary around the area. Everybody kind of knew of it. He was the, he was the star quarterback in the area. So people knew his name and around here. And then he, you know, and then he was a, a great hunter. Every, everybody in the outdoor space, you know, knew who he was. And, uh, um, you know, know about his hunting and stuff. And so, but that, you know, I think it's part of why the show is great because we, our family's always kind of been super open and just open book. Like, here's our, here's our life, here's our past, here's who we are. And, you know, if you like it, great. If you don't, that's okay. And, uh, but they were really honest about it. And, and he became very spiritual. He was 28 at the time. And then he, then he really just started reading the Bible all the time and, um, got into trying to help people. And so for as long as I can remember, we, you know, invited people over and he would, you know, use his past and, um, the things that they had overcome to try to help others. And there was always couples down there who were on the verge of divorce or wayward kids. And, you know, there was always someone around that, that they were trying to help. So, uh, yeah, as, as long as I can remember, I knew the story and, but really saw a totally different man. It was like, it was hard to believe it was even him because, yeah, now he's was such a different person uh, apparently than he was then in his in his twenties. Wow, 
That's pretty awesome. I mean, you know, one of the cool things that I love, you know, and my father's been a massive influence on my life. And, you know, I went down the wrong path for a lot of years when I was in college as well, too. And even after getting out of the teams and that separation is is those things that ground you and keep you coming back. And and if I'm if, I, you know, obviously from what you guys portray on on the show and what you what what your dad portrays, you know, faith is a massive part of all your lives. You know, and now the question I got for you, as as your fame has grown, your reach has grown, one of the things that really just is remarkable to, to me is that you're you're using that faith to touch people in the way that you are. And you've had a lot of pushback in a lot of ways. And but what I love is that you're so focused together that it's amazing. And 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 where do do you guys, I mean, is that a focal point of of every day of your life, no matter if it's in the spotlight or together? I mean, it, I'm sure it is. And but how do you guys keep it strong? Well, you know, there's a lot of reasons. I mean, one is that we are family. We do get to work together. We're around each other a lot. So we're able to encourage each other. And unlike other uh, famous people that I know, um, a lot of them, whatever makes them famous, pulls them away from their family, whether they're an athlete, if they're a, a musician, you know, they're having to travel. If they're an actor, they have to travel and they're on set and they're gone. And, and that can be, um, you know, tough on a family uh, when you're gone. For us, I mean, the beauty of this is every day when I'm at work, uh, like for television, um, I'm with my family. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's awesome. like, and you kind of keep each other from getting a big head. And you, you know, you can't come in and start complaining. You know, <laughs> uh, I, again, with a lot of famous people I know, all of a sudden they become like really the, you know, kind of the person in charge. They typically hire everybody around them to work for them, right? And so everything, everything goes through one person. With us, it's all spread out. So it's, you know, when I come in going, oh, this is terrible, I had to do this or that, and Jace will be there like, you know, slap you upside the head because <laughs> I had to do uh, I right? did the same thing. And then, so, you know, everybody kind of keeps each other like that. But it is a, a focal point. I think when you become, you know, in the spotlight and people know who you are, you're just going to be a bigger extension of what you were before. So awesome. if you were a jerk before, now you're going to be an even bigger jerk because Super you jerk. have money and you have to affect <laughs> as you are. But if you have, you know, something good and you then then uh, you know, hopefully it expands and you can do way more things that are, that are good. So I think, you know, I just think people are what they are. And when they have a bigger spotlight and a bigger platform, you know, for us, we're able to use that, you know, for the, for the, best we can is to be positive towards people and we never forgot where we came from if you believe that god blessed you and if you believe that you know he gives you certain talents and and puts things in front of you if you believe that if you don't that's fine but if you do believe that then once you get there then you should give even more glory back to that of of how you got there amen if you you abandon it start thinking you're you're the one and so i never try to get too caught up in the good or the bad, what people say about you. And so you can go on the internet and which I don't, and I don't even read it. It, you can see where people are dogging. You know, there's just people that can't stand you for whatever reason. I, I, I tell you, and look, then there's people who love you and they're saying you're the best thing ever. I try not to listen to either. I'm like, either I'm side. Uh, yeah, of course. I'm probably not, you know, the, the worst thing ever. You know, I read a tweet one time that said, uh, it said, Willie, your very existence makes me sad. <laughs> and I didn't know how to respond. I was like, do I apologize for existing? Yeah. I'm like, what can I, how do you respond to that? Awesome. So, uh, 
That's awesome that I've touched you like that. Humble focus here at home, and for for us too. Look, we never move, so we're in the same neighborhood. Our kids go to the same school. We go to the same church. Nothing changed. Like everything is just the same, you know, uh, as it was when we started this thing. And so uh, we just help each other say, man. Look, hey, the, you know, that, it's here today, gone tomorrow. It's been four and a half years now, so it seems like a lifetime now. But, uh, you know, if it's all gone, it'll be fine. And believe me, it'll be nice to to rest up and. Uh, you know, be a normal person. What, yeah. what he said is the absolute truth. So you, you know how I am, man. Oh, I've known him a while, <laughs> and that family is exactly like that. Yeah. Okay, I mean, they cut cut them no slack when we're around. <laughs> it's 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 awesome to see. And the reason that they're successful with their family is because they love each other. And Amen. The women run the show. Yeah. I, I don't know the the Car- Kardashian. <laughs> fa- I, don't, I don't know you know the Kardashian. Thank goodness, Kanye brother, man. I, I we uh, women run the family around here, man. <laughs> They love each other, that kind of deal, and you see it when when they're around, and it's it's. Look, man, there's times we're together, and I tell Willie about this all the time, man. I'm like, people will literally come up and ask him to do something, and I'm like, he's like, sure, absolutely. I'm yeah. like, bro, man, we don't need to, you know. It, I, and I'm, who am I? This is yeah. Willie Roberts. I'm like, that just seems dangerous. That kind of deal. <laughs> he never meets a stranger, and I, we'll we'll be walking around, man. It is truly impressive to watch him it doesn't matter where we're at what we're doing what he's doing man is if he's out there then he's out there that's yeah. what i mean it's not a not a turnoff deal i mean yeah. it's not i can't I, right now i don't want to be a celebrity that's not how it works because you know their their show is off a of reality of how great their life really is that's that's why there's no people across the board you know or not across the board but some people don't like them and most people do well in in real life most people like it. Some people won't. Right. You know, right. Now they just have access to millions and millions of people, man. And every time I've ever been with them, and we're not, I'm not talking about on TV. I'm talking right. about real life, you know, out doing something. Fishing. Just, yeah, regular yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly that way. And when Corey snaps her fingers, he pops tall. <laughs> I mean, I, I, the I, boss. Yeah, I act like a badass when my wife's not around. When she's around, dude, I, you've seen it, it's man. Epic, I'm like, right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, but well, uh, I, I, the problem is, Marcus, I can't hide. So, I mean, when you look like that, there, there's no. I haven't found the quite uh, costume yet to. Bro, get hey, we talked about it's, that. It's easy to spot one of the Robertsons. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, hey. There's easy top or one of the Robertsons. So, hey, I was talking to Rudd. I was like, all right, Willie said something the other day that stuck in my head. He, uh, when some, I forget where someone was complimenting about, or saying something about the beard, and you were like, "Yeah, we're changing the way real men look, and real men are going to be wearing these long beards." So I came home, I was like, "Mel, I got to grow my beard out because <laughs> the Robertson, the Robertsons are changing away. Like men who wear the the tight jeans and have their nails done, and everything. Oh, that that that's God. one way. But if you want to know what." Our kind of men are then we wear the long we have to wear the long beards. That's it. We're period. changing that. Yeah, we're like bikers, right? Yeah. When, when Willie bikers and I, I'm like, for dude, God, right? I'm like, dude, <laughs> throw a chain wallet on and, and change your bandana to a different one. Throw on some some kind of leather motorcycle jacket, and no one will mess with you. But we tried that, dude, and he looks like <laughs> Willie Robertson dressed like a biker. <laughs> he looks just like Willie Robertson dressed like anything we do. And it's just like, it's oh so hilarious, God. man. Oh. And, the, and when people are like, hey, take a picture of me and Robertson, I'm like, absolutely, you got it, brother. I'm, yeah. the, best, I'm the best wingman he's got, man. It's epic. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. A, they're like, all right, who's, is he is a security? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Wait a minute, Marcus Luttrell is Willie Robertson's security? That's awesome. All right, all right, so here's a question for you, all right? Based on all this, I, I'm, I'm sure 
you know, with as many people that look to you, because it's obviously, it's a blessing, right? I mean, you guys, because of who you are, you're, you're able to reach a lot of people. But the weight with that, that burden becomes heavy. Are there any, are there times, are there days when you and your family member wake, wake up where you guys are like, you know what, this isn't worth it anymore. It's too much. Let's just get back to our lives. Let's just do what we do. Let's make duck calls. Let's be, let's not, let's, let's not take that weight to influence a lot of the people. Do you guys think about quitting ever? Well, yeah, of course there's days when you have, you know, and you're like, this is old and, you know, you don't particularly want a television camera on you. I mean, you think about it in four and a half years, I mean, kids are not doing good in school and, or you're, you know, you feel like crap or you, whatever, you know, whatever it is, you just, you don't, you don't have, you don't feel real funny, you know, something, you just don't feel like going out being funny and, uh, but, you know, you just gotta, Hey, you gotta, you don't quit. And I don't want to teach my kids, you know, when, when, you know, when it's not going great, you just give up on something. We've got a great opportunity here. It's a great job. I mean, it's a great job to have people go to college and spend money and trying to have great jobs. I remind people that I'm like, this is not a bad job, you know, to have it. So, <laughs> but, but, but I'm encouraged by, by people that come up and tell me, you know, how much the show means to them. And, um, you know, when you're in this position, sadly, I get a lot, like we do a quarterly, you know, like kids come in for make a wish. And so I want a lot of kids that are sick and dying and people that are sick and dying. And, uh, you know, and just to hear the encouragement about, you know, my mama passed away last year and, you know, the last month of life, we just watched your show. And that was the time when all of us could laugh and just have fun. So when you hear those stories, it kind of makes the you know, those long days or whenever you're, you're sick of it or tired of it or whatever's in the media, you know, you kind of go, you know, this is, it, it's cool. You know, it's not, it's a job, but also you encourage people and also encourage their faith. You know, we never realized that just a simple prayer at the end of a show was everything. Wasn't a big deal. I didn't think about like, Oh, this is going to be a big impact, but it is, you know, it's, it's in, it's, you know, shown all over the world and it shows families that come together, even if families that aren't together like ours are, it, they can aspire to be that way. And uh, so I've heard people say, now we eat dinner together. Now, you know, it was a prayer before a bill. And so, I mean, knowing that you're no, look, man, that's, that's inspire a, people hey, what, with he, your job is kind of cool. It's really cool. When he was saying the, the never quit, the question when he asked it to you and you were trying to answer it, I was sit, it just, my mind went to this, look, here's the deal. And I, like, like I said, I know him personally, but I love this guy, man. I mean, he's like a brother to me. So I, their family is like that. When you say move on or quit this all that means is to remove a TV camera from in front of their everyday life. Right. And the, the never quit part and the, what he, what the best way to, I can explain the impact you have, Willie is so your everyday normal, never quitting moments are broadcast to the uh, world. Okay. So changing a tire or, you know, getting stuck in a line at Walmart, man, that everybody has to go through. And you are the most recognizable face on the planet, probably one of the most successful entrepreneurs that I know. And one of the and all of that is capable because somebody is videoing your normal life. And I, <laughs> I get the show part. I've been there, man. I, I realize that how that reality show thing has shifted, but still, even the stuff that we're that when, when, like when I was with you, man, it, we, had, we had to do it a certain way because the people that we were trying to impact were veterans. You know what I mean? Yeah. We had to, had to be a certain way. But overall, what you've done, man, and what what Corey and the women had of that, that just 
the thought process to look at the weirdness, man, because that's my favorite thing about family. Because it's normal. Yeah, the weirdness holidays. Weirdness is normal. Yeah, holidays are my favorite because I love it when crazy uncle, you know, <laughs> who pisses his pants and hates everybody's there. That is when I am in my pride, dude. I just love that family concept. Because you're that uncle. <laughs> right, man. I've spent my whole life training to be the weird uncle, man, who, you know, who wears amber glasses and a, and a mule skin coat with, you know, <laughs> sex shooters, but... Everything extra they do is extra f- to help people. Totally. I mean, video in their lives is just how they made the living. And then the everything else, the way they impact people, the adoptions. I mean, good Lord. No God. one knows how deep what Duck Dynasty, man. It's a lot deeper than a picture of a duck on a wall and a duck call. Hands down. You know what I mean? And even if you know them as long as I have, you, I still don't have any idea of how far or deep that reach has gone. And that's the Absolutely. that when you impacted somebody like that. And trust me, brother, man, I've been around. I, you know, I travel and meet as many people as I can. So saying this with a hundred percent of certainty of everything that I've been through, man, it's amazing the impact. Where was I at, man? When I called you up and I was like, bro, I know you made it now. I am looking at a damn bobblehead doll of you and a, and a claw vending now, machine. Yeah, no, 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 it was a newspaper. Was yeah, right. Out in the middle of nowhere. I remember the picture you sent. It was something strange. I didn't even, I don't even know that I knew that my face was on there. I didn't either. And I was in the middle I, and we, it was an old rusted up newspaper stand. I didn't even know they had newspapers anymore. <laughs> and here he is. In oh, the with Corey. No, no, this is a newspaper picture or something. So I'm like, hey. bro, I, you got to understand, man, even the people in BFE <laughs> uh, know about you. And I mean, I, it was it was great, dude. And I, I have the biggest time when I'm with them and, and their cool. family. But yeah, it's just you, the, the best part about it, when you think about retiring or moving on or, or not – witness man it's just like hey you know we just want some family time now that's all you have to say to to america to understand that like hey you know they didn't really quit there's not a last there's no way there's not a last season or a last episode because you're family i mean yeah, good lord awesome. if you wanted to literally have a royal family to pass down and watch every move from the minute they're born to the minute they've been raised it's the robertson clan you know and then, uh, and then <laughs> the east, yeah, royal then our west coast royalty are the kardashians you know what uh, i mean there's a I, do you know them? No. no. Oh, I, man, I I love them, dude. I, that's the craziest family. <laughs> what, man? I I just like I don't know, man. I, I'm a I'm a human, dude. I I like it. I like all the weird. You know I me. Mean, I'm do. a weird. I'm a weirdo, man. You are I, a total weirdo. That's I, why I love and, you yeah, so I'm much. A, the biggest conservative redneck you ever. I just love that weirdness part of it, man. That's my, you I'm love authenticity, you, yeah, man. man the weirdness. That whole Elvira thing. That oh my was God. my first impactful woman was Elvira. Uh, all right. I, it's all crazy from there, man. <laughs> all right, so Willie, uh, that was a lot to digest right there, a, brother. What? I love that. That was he that knows all about that. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I think that's why he's laughing back there. All right, so Willie, the one cool thing that I, I love to see as well, too, and, and Mel and I were talking about this the, the other night, I think it was last night, and, and you know, you had this tremendous impact from your father and, and it, and it gave you that, that drive, that desire to never quit. As you start to see your kids move into their young adult lives and you start to see your daughter have the reach and start changing lives like she's doing, you know, is, are you, I mean, obviously you're proud of it, but you know, how do you keep them going and instilling them? Hey, you know, take this weight on your shoulders now, kids, because we're going to pass the torch to you to carry on what we learned from our father. Is that 
Is that is that is that hard for you to do? Uh, well, I guess the only difficult thing is I've said this about my kids. I said, you know, everything they've done and most of what they will do, I've already experienced. So whether it's graduating high school, you know, you're dating someone, going to college. Uh, I've done all those things. The only thing that I, that they've done I've never done is be more famous at a young age. I wasn't like that. So I realize there's there's different kinds of challenges, you know, to to an 18-year-old kid or 15-year-old kid at school when everybody knows who you are and they know your family and um, and all that. So, uh, you know, I, I don't worry about or stress over it. I just try to, you know, live the best example I can in front of them. Uh, surround them put a lot of our friends who are good people uh, like Marcus and Melanie and they're you know there's tons of friends that I have and they learn from all different sources uh, you know grandparents and other kids and again just try to keep them uh, focused and locked in and try not to you know um, you know be selfish and the other things that we teach our kids and uh, you know it's uh, and I, they've got themselves rooted in faith and uh, I'm proud as I can be, you know, when I see Sadie doing positive things and John Luke doing positive things. They're all great. You know, the all them kids are, are great, are younger. man. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, so I just, you know, if you worry, I don't really know how this helps, so um, I just say, you know, you, here it is, and uh, I'm so thankful that, um, you know, because Corey and I were young, we got married at um, 19 and 18, so the fortunate thing is Corey's parents are, um in their lives a lot. My parents are as well. So they're, they're able to, 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 to learn a lot, you know, from, from, you know, their grandparents and us, their aunts and uncles, you know, um, that most of which are on the show, but even Corey's side of the family. So it's a huge family and, uh, you know, we help each other out. We, we just went on vacation and, uh, we, we go with Corey's so the whole, it's like 75 people. I mean, it's literally that many people. And so, and that's what we like. We just stay together and, you know, try to help raise each other's kids. And it's funny because I, sometimes I can make an impact made on one of Jason's kids if you can't get through to him. And, you know, then we, maybe one of my kids, you know, yeah, does the response. same thing with someone else. Yeah. And so I, I think there's a lot to that. I mean, oh, I man, look that's... back, it wasn't just Phil and Kay in my life. I mean, there were other people that, you know, really influenced my life. Um, you know, that, you know, a, a boss I had when I was in high school, I worked at a cabinet shop and yeah, it really impacted my life. My youth ministry and there's other people that helped kind of raise me up and, you know, teach me the, the right and wrong, you know, the right versus wrong and all that. And so, uh, that's, that's my deal. And I try to just let them live and they're going to make mistakes. They're going to, you know, um, they're going to do things that are stupid too. And, uh, so I just wanted to appreciate things, appreciate people, love each other, you know, love their neighbor, just basic principles. And, uh, you know, and, and they'll be fine. Uh, and that, that old saying, it takes a village to raise a raise child. child. I love that's, that. Love that, that. That's exactly how we do it out here. My grandparents are down the, the driveway. You know, my brother, it's like a compound out here. So it's, and I, I'm that kind of father where I'm going to teach my kids something, but I'm not the kind of father that's like, I'm the only one that can teach. Now, there's certain things, man, but when, they, when they're able to walk around to people that you, I absolutely trust, otherwise you wouldn't be living here, and with them, it's family. Here, it's family. Right. So you're gonna, they're not going to teach them anything that's going to harm them, and everybody's different. That's the beauty about it, man. And they also teach the value of, I have something at that my house that they don't have here. Mm-hmm. And I, and I love that. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, so they, they learn that throughout the, fa- the the family dynamic. And because there's love in that oh, family, the amen. money part's not, they, that's not an issue. Oh. And every one of his kids, man, are, are just, 
just like that. He, he's got a little boy named Rowdy, man. I love this little joker. I, I mean, tell him I can get around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just, yeah. That's but cool. uh, they're all, I mean, so focused. And I, I once I be started, I became a parent, I talked to him a lot about that, man. And he's got it across the board in the public eye. And they're surrounded, man. They they were they were popular at school. They're, just, they're still popular at school. It's just the, the school is real big now. That's cool. That kind of deal. So, Willie, last question in this part of the interview is, is you know, before we end it, uh, and then, you know, hopefully, you, you know, we'll come back for the after actions report here. The last question that we got for you is, is in all this, in the last, you know, four years of just the explosion, the influence and all that, what is the greatest highlight of that time for you in particular, where you really saw, you know, just... You know, what you're doing and the impact and the power and all that what was the greatest highlight in that in the last four or five years for you. <laughs> uh, that's going to be, that's that's gotta be a, tough to question, be impossible man. to answer. There's so <laughs> no many way, different man. realms of you know, yeah. what we've got. Is there uh, a story? Is there one thing that, or a couple, one that pops in your mind that, that is reminiscent well, of the but, never yeah. quit attitude or? Well, there, there's a, I mean, there's a couple of stories. Um, uh, one, um, um, well, it's it's between. So I don't know. I got to play Augusta National. I'm a big golfer, yeah. and so I had a con- I met Ozzy Smith, who played for the Cardinals, and I get this call to come play Augusta, and I showed up, and I thought this is the coolest thing I've got to do because that place is so hard to get on and play. Impossible. And so you just can't hardly do it. But then, literally a few months ago at the car race, I, then I said, this may be the coolest thing ever. Uh, we sponsored the car race in Dallas, and which was another cool thing. I've been sweet seeing this logo that I remember uh, Dad and them drawing out when I was, you know, a child and said, Duck Commander, you know, this is going to be a company name, you know, for our family, and, uh, and seeing it gigantic on this. You know, infield and oh, on that. That's, that's huge. So, wow. You know, I mean, just think that we ran this out of our yeah. house. You have your um, own NASCAR races. <laughs> it's so we have huge. Our own NASCAR race. No, but the story <laughs> is so, so the musical uh, guest at the race was Leonard Skinner, right? And I don't need, like, when, when we have to do so many things at a race. I rarely get to just sit down and do anything because we're going doing press and all this stuff. And so I said, I want to go here, Leonard Skinner. I, oddly enough, I'd never heard him uh, in a lot. So I go up there and I kind of get on the front road. Uh, I'm on the corner, and so they see me. Well, they're like, you know, waving. I'm like, oh, is, how cool is that? They they recognize who I am, and uh, and then the guy comes down. He goes, "Hey Willie, do you want to get up and sing Sweet Home Alabama oh, with them on gosh. stage?" And I'm like, "Are you freaking? Ca- of course <laughs> I get up there." So I'm up on stage. I come out, uh, and I'm hey, thinking, listen, like listen. this. I mean. Redneck, this is like, this is it. Like, this is heaven on earth is singing Sweet Home Alabama with Leonard Skinner live. And so, here's the thing. So, And I've sang that song 5,000 times. 5,000. Corey said the first verse that came out of my mouth was not English. It was an unrecognizable language. I think I was just... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I didn't understand the word you said. I said, I don't even know if I spoke a word. <laughs> you were I, speaking I mean, in tongues. Like yeah. pretty, I mean, I've got to do some really cool stuff, but uh, that was that was a pretty good one. But, man, there's been so many things that just... I just look around and go, and I cannot believe I'm even here. Um, but even before that, I'd always have these weird, like, 
I would show up the weirdest places, and uh, my friends used to call me Forrest Gump. They'd be like, Willie's going to be in the background of something. And, uh, <laughs> <All right. laughs> and, and you never know where it's going to end that, like, a few months ago, was at the Trump. I just happened to be in New York, or ran somebody that, oh, we don't talk to you. Next thing you know, I'm standing behind him on the stage, you know, and, and I, my phone just starts blowing out, like, is that you behind me? <laughs> it was not planned at all. I was like, yep, it's me. I'm back here. I don't have anything else to do. I'm over here. So, that, that goes it's to been crazy, whole, man. Just all the different uh, That's cool. Letting yourself cool get in those situations. And, uh, it's very surreal, very satisfying. I look forward to doing the next cool thing. Cool. I mean, really, Louisiana Duck Hunter. And just... Impact in the world. Allows himself to get in extraordinary situations, man. Being who he is changes the world. And doesn't back down. That's my favorite part about you, Willie, and your family, is that you don't back down from the magnitude of the influence. That's the cool part. Heads of state asking asking you for advice and to to back you up. A head, head of state. Asking you to back you up because you took what you did because you took your family that you love so much and let the American people inside to take a look to know what goodness and and what wholesomeness is and and what the Lord and yeah ah, because you did that because you have done that I and the American people value your opinion so much that they ask you advice like that. Exactly. How to parent? How to how to be faithful? I mean, how to everything? It's so, everything. So who should we vote for to, to to preserve this way of life? I mean, that's that's pretty solid, bro. For some old coon ass from Louisiana, man, and you know, <laughs> I, I'm mar- half my family's coon ass now. So <laughs> I didn't it's, been, it's been crazy. I tell you another one. I tell you another one. I just thought about that that I did. That was pretty thing cool. Uh, we did the USO tour and. Uh, so we went with uh, the Christmas tour with General Dempsey. And so we got the, the top dog here, right? And so when he comes out there and he goes, all right, guys, when y'all get over, y'all are in charge of planning the show. So it's on y'all, figure it out. He goes in his airstream. <laughs> and we're like, what are we going to do? Now, who's going to do what? You know, and so we're kind of, when somebody said that the general was a big singer, and so I had this idea because I just done, we had just done a Christmas album, and uh, I sang the song with Luke Bryan, and, um, and, and so I went in there, I knocked on the, so we're on C-17, but the general's got his airstream, like, strapped down, and I'm knocking on the door, you know, I'm hoping I don't disturb He's like, yeah, I said, General, do you want to sing uh, with me on this Christmas song? At the, and he was like, let me see the CD. And so then he sends the guy, he goes, yep, General said he'd do it. He'll be ready. <laughs> He's never heard the song. And so at the end of every show, I'd say, well, uh, Luke Bryan's not here, but I found somebody else. The general come on stage and we'd sing the song goes. Away. And it was all, it was just the coolest thing ever to do that. And, uh, so, uh, you know, God's been good. And, um, I, I, I've told people this. I said, look, uh, we sold a hundred, we sold a million, uh, albums, <laughs> music albums. I've sold, we've been on the best seller. I've sold over a million. <laughs> really? Books. Um, and I said, we've had the most watched reality TV show ever. And I said, by trade, none of us are musicians, actors, or artists. <laughs> Only in America could you pull that off and never, never even do any of those things professionally. Oh, thank God, oh, bless America. Oh, my God, that's God epic. bless America. Well, my, well, Willie, I, I'm, I, I mean, if, if our listeners don't hear the hope in that and don't hear the desire to say, hey, if you follow your passion, 
You follow your dream, you follow your purpose, your higher purpose, you follow that example set by your parents, by the people who you love most. The sky's the limit. You can't, anything's possible. I mean, it is, it's God bless America, right? Not God Amen. bless Americans. No. It, 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 it bless what this is, and it gives you an opportunity just if you step up. I mean. Step up. And, Never and, quit. And, and love what you're doing. And that's what he does. He loves what he does, man. And, and it's just, it's so impactful. It's, it's, so, Willie, we just want to say thank you, and we're looking forward to hearing your lessons learned on the After Actions Report here on the website. So, God bless you. God bless your family for what you do. We're so appreciative of you coming on. Thank you so much, sir. No problem. My pleasure. Marcus, when you hear a guy, I mean, you hear a guy like that who's had the influence, who has the influence he has, but when he talks, man, the the genuineness, the authenticity, I mean, you're with him all the time. That's real, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I mean, we pray at every meal in public. I I mean, none of that is is an act. I mean, they don't don't do like that. I remember we've done a couple of shows with a man, they're like, no, and they... And their staff and that crew they have are phenomenal, man. But the other day we were up north uh, fishing and pulling into Bozeman, the trailer came off. Of, we were with Adam LaRoche. Right, they were driving right. his his big uh, bus. Yeah. And the, I mean, the trailer came off. And you think just be, you think being a celebrity, somebody's going to pull over and help you with a tire? No, <laughs> no. Right. And it was Adam LaRoche, Willie Robertson, and me. It was just. Hey, get some pictures and all, you know, that they were great to see him. We we had the best time laughing about that. Like, oh man, you know what? It's just simple America. It just yeah. love it, man. Love, I love it. it. And then we took out the awning on the I probably shouldn't say that on that. On, <laughs> I mean, bro, never quit moment. We were having one. Yeah. I mean, till the next morning. Of course, I will say honestly, I was in bed with my wife sleeping, so I didn't have to go through the chaos, but they did. And yeah. I mean, the story is great because there was a security guard there. It was Rambo tactical. I mean, by the number, I, I love just those kept, oh, man, oh yeah, you know what I'm talking he about, had right? The 511. Yeah. He he had he had like the Black Hawk uh, tactical vest yeah. with, what, what with like line? a stun gun. Yeah. So the line of the, the he kept Willie kept saying, "Hey, is the police going to be here?" And he, he's like, "In a moment." I'm pretty sure it was in a moment. <laughs> so our our line throughout the entire trip was in a moment, <laughs> in, uh, a moment. In, in a moment, in a moment. <laughs> and it was I, like, I may have pictured that, but it's something like that. Like, it, it, yeah, yeah. Just, a, just a moment. Just so another like, moment. Oh, oh, my God. Eight, eight hours later. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So going back to it, man, is but he loves life. And I there's look, man, there's a couple of times where a guy showed up at the house and Willie's like, can I help you? He goes, yeah, I was that guy you met on that trip out and you said I could come over and we can talk about faith. And, yeah. Because I'm trying to be a preacher. I, I like just, yeah. just showed up to the just house. showed up. And stayed the night. No way. Yeah. I mean, that's he, he remembered cool. the guy and that's the thing too, man. Both of them, they're great. And those kids are, are wonderful too, man. And they're all genuine like that. Yeah. And well, I can even see it, why you love them as yeah, much even as if you, you do. I mean, you hear something when, when I hear negative stuff about it, I'm like, Hey, look, man, you must, it, there's nothing negative about them. You catch somebody, they're, they're in the public eye 20, 24 seven. Right. On and a if huge that's level. one thing I learned about one of my time in Hollywood and, and dealing with yeah. a list celebrities, man, they're great. Most of them are great people. Yeah. But man, they still have regular human problems. Everybody does. And, and when you got a camera jammed on you 24 seven, you're, someone's going to catch you. Yep. There's just no way around it. And, and a lot of them, man, they, they don't like to fail on the open like we do. Most uh, people don't. No. You know, they don't like to watch how they age and for for especially in Hollywood. You you would think in Hollywood with the 
the way women have to right it'd be the opposite the stress you, we want to watch you i mean you're the silver screen man yeah. you're, you're the essence of beauty we want to watch you from when you were young to when you're yeah don't do anything to your face We've loved you since you started this. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Right. It, it, but it, it's it's not the way it is. It's the materialism. It's the right. and it, it's the negative insurgency distracting people from being themselves and being good with it. If I yeah, if I could tell them one thing, I'm like, man, you're beautiful. That's why you're our stars. Yeah. We love looking at you the way you are. Please just be who you are. Yeah. It, like we love the, you for that. Like the Robertsons like, are. Right, yeah, exactly, man. They're just they're just who they are. They're my, they're great, man. My favorite part of, of, of having Willie on was was him telling that story about Phil, his dad, and, and how meaningful that was. I mean, he 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 clearly believes that that moment where you know he he gave his life to the Lord was the conduit for everything that's happened in that moment and and how he showed respect to that, I, I mean, that's just, that's amazing. I mean, the, the part you tell about it, I mean, people, if you, if you lost your way, if you need a path, and we talk about going down, look, I, nobody likes to jump off the trail more than I do. That's you know true. I can attest for that. You know, I'm an can... adventurer. <laughs> but if you, if you read the you Bible. You can call it that. <laughs> yeah, if, you're, if you read the Bible, man, there's a lot of adventurers in there. And but they, they're and, normal men. They're yeah, sinners. Right. right. And they have great paths. They so got influenced right, by yeah. the right people. So if you're looking for a, a, a guidance book on how to get into some crazy situations and, and, and all that, man, it's in there. It's in there. And it's on this show. And I'll tell you what, I, you know, that's why I'm so stoked, stoked to be doing this with Marcus and, and for you to reach out to your friends like Willie Robertson to come on and, and share their amazing never quit stories with us. To give perspective to to normalcy as well as the most extreme things that are with normal men, like you always like to say, right? And and that's what the show's about. And I and I just hope the listeners are feeling that. I think we're delivering it. I know oh, we are. Somebody who started the way they did. And they, I mean, the, his his father's a great man, by the way. And I mean, he kept that. Fe- that's what a father does, and a husband that keeps that family together. Amen. Right. Period. I mean, you don't quit. And it, and it you go, don't quit huh. on your family. And that's the great part about it. everybody's there. And then if when you when you retain your friends, man, when you don't turn on them or yeah. or, or or forget about them, that your your true family, your brothers, your crew, man, then then they they keep you in, in that perspective. That's the great thing about Wahlberg, man. He that's his, his crew rolls right. with him. That's his family. Well, and there's a lot to be said for that. I think a lot of people don't. They always. I think in in today's society. We're, we're taught so much to want other things, to see other places, this desires, when when really the fulfilling part of life is usually all around you. Yeah, to do right? it. We're going to do it with somebody. I mean, we the crew I run around with, we reference ourselves when we have to, to is is the Wildcats, which yeah. are our junior high, grade school. All I know the, the high Wildcats right. well. Yeah, Bearcats yeah. are the buddies I got in college. Yeah. And then the Frogs. Yeah. And I, I, <laughs> a lot of like, animals When, I, when in I, there. I left the SEAL teams, man, I didn't leave the they're here. Yeah. Now they moved here. They come here and visit. So man, I, it's kind of one of the guys that are in that I surround myself with. Like I get her, my weak, my their strength, man, and I and we thrive together. Right. And I think that's really the 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 whole component of this show and having Willie on is to help people out there that are struggling, that have maybe isolated themselves, that are by themselves, to say, hey, listen. Just look at the world that you've already created for yourself. Find the good people that are in your lives. Surround yourself. Stay true to your beliefs. Stay true to what you know. Yeah. And, and don't quit on that. And I that'll mean, get you going. Yeah, and I, the most important thing about the friendship, I can't stress this enough, man, and keeping in contact with them. And so we all grew up a certain way and we were stupid boys and did everything and grew to men. Well, I mean... 
one of my my brothers, my crew that I roll around with, is a, is is brilliant with numbers. He can he he's my financial advisor, controls my money. The other one put the roof on this house. That's, That's why cool. it leaks all the time. <laughs> you know, the, the other one found the land. I mean, we have lawyers, we have guys that work at Cisco, we have guys, uh, firefighters, you name it, yeah. across the board. We. We, we don't have to still be together every single day, man, but we still get together to Amen. make sure we know. And it's funny, man. We, we have a text stream with all of us on it. And it's the one, one I don't do not erase. Yeah. And I mean, from when the storm was here in the middle of the night, all these texts came in from every one of my boys. You dry, you need us. We'll be there in, in a minute. In a second. Yeah. All right. And that's, that's family. Cool. And what they, and they have the same thing. You notice family. that. Look, if you get out of the military and you're feeling bummed out and you're alone, man, if you don't have your boys from the military, you go back further. You go back to your crew. And if you're looking for something to do, see what they're doing. Yeah. And I, I never can understand, like, I'm trying to do this alone and I, I got this job. I don't care what your job is, man. Anytime I, we need anything, we rally the boys. Yeah. And we figure it out. And normally we have somebody in that particular field or yeah. knows somebody. And with all of us behind it, just the other day, uh, Morgan's in, he's doing that cognitive neuroscience and we were with a, a there was four of us rolling around and one of them had to go do something. And we're like, well, cause we want to be together all the time. Yeah. We go do it. Yeah. No matter what it is, physical man, you know, it doesn't Mental, matter. Yeah, man. And when we all get on it, we tackle it in less than no time so we can go fishing or do stuff that we yeah. did when we were kids. Cause that's, that's man, that's that uh, connection. That, yeah. That forever moment. Yep. I love it. I mean, people chase the dream of, always having more and everything like that. But the way I did it was I, once I got married, my wife and kids, I had a, my perfect moment, which I, we were, I was with my yep. son in the backyard. And my wife was doing her thing. My daughter's running around Rigby. My lab was sitting yep. around and I was like, whatever I have in the bank right now, whatever I have around me with my house, and everything is all I will ever need to be the happiest I'll ever be on this planet. That's so awesome. all I do is work to obtain, to sustain, sustain that. that. Right. I mean, you don't need any, any more, man. I, no. Robertson's don't fly around on, on, they don't own jets and yachts and everything like that. And the beauty about it is I, you know, I might have a buddy who has one. <laughs> right you know on. what I mean? And he loves going out on it and loves having his boys with him. I love it. I love it. So that that's the lesson of the day, you know, on this show, this TNQ podcast show with Willie Robertson is to recognize, hey, man, the, the power exists around the things that you love most with the people, your family, your faith. So, man, I hope you're hearing the consistency. Uh, what I want to do is just say, hey, listen, if you want to listen more to the rest of the shows, please visit tnqpodcast.com or teamneverquit.com forward slash podcast. And we're, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, come to the website, learn more about Marcus, learn more about us, learn more about our mission. And our mission is to make sure that we're out there telling great stories to ignite you becoming a legend because we have faith in you. We want you to develop that never quit mindset. We want you to achieve your dreams, to live with purpose because listen, we've been so blessed and fortunate in this world to be able to experience what we have, to have this venue, to have this, to be able to get behind these mics, share our friendship, share our love for the world and for what's going on around us. And, and Marcus, as you and I always do at the end of every show, I just want to say, uh, thank you to the wizard. I want to say thank you to you. I want to say thank you to my family, most especially my beautiful wife, the Admiral, my two daughters. I want to thank, you know, especially the glory of God for giving me the opportunity to do this. How about you? Sure, brother. Thank God for, for giving me all my abilities. Uh, thank my friends for helping me find them. Thank you for the boss for giving me everything, my kids and this, this wonderful place that I call heaven and, and, and having the ability to hang out with, with you and, 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 
you know, this is team guy talk, man. We just get to hang out and talk about positive stuff because that's why we can do the things we do, man. We stay positive about it. So uh, thanks for that, man. And thank y'all for listening and, and all of y'all who make this possible. God all bless. right. God bless. We're out. We're out.